0: Hey, this is Scott Cameron. Um, I'm here on behalf of the Office of Student Financial Aid, uh, the Office of Student Financial Services. I'm one of our senior advisors, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about how students became eligible for any of the CARES Act funding that was dispersed directly to students in the spring 2020 semester when that first CARES Act funding was dispersed. Um, there were multiple things that we had to check to make sure that students would be eligible for these funds. Some of them were dictated by the Department of Education at the federal level, um, and others were determined here at the institution level. Um, And basically each student, we had to verify that they met these criteria, and then they would fill out an application indicating to us um, how they were financially impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic And then based on that information, we would be able to determine um, whether or not they were eligible to receive funds and then what type of funds they were eligible to receive. So um, just a little brief background overview of what we're talking about. Um, The CARES Act, or the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act, was passed by Congress and signed into law to provide economic relief for COVID-19. Um, And one section of that CARES Act established the Higher Education Emergency Relief Fund, or HERF. and that sent money to individual schools for the use of emergency financial aid grants to students for expenses that were related to the disruption of on-campus operations due to the pandemic. Um, So each school nationwide, as long as they opted into this program and were federally eligible to receive funding from the Department of Ed, they received this CARES Act funding and these these HERF funds to to distribute to their students. Um, The amount of funding that was sent to each individual institution was based on a number of factors, including how many students they had and how many eligible students they would have. And out of the funding that went to universities, at bare minimum, 50% of that funding had to be spent um, directly on the students. So 50% minimum had to be dispersed directly to student students on campus. So for us to be able to determine what type of, our, or whether or not students would qualify for the funding, there were a couple different things. There were four factors, basically. The first factor was we had to determine um, whether or not the student was actively enrolled in that spring semester of 2020 um, on the date of March 13th, 2020, which just happened to coincide with the date that a national emergency was declared for COVID-19. So students had to be enrolled in the spring semester and they had to be enrolled in in an on-campus course. Unfortunately, students who had either dropped their courses prior to March 13th or were strictly online students would not have been eligible. So first and foremost, had to make sure you were enrolled in the spring semester and that you were um, actively enrolled in at least one hour of on-campus coursework on the date of March 13, 2020. After determining um, enrollment status, the next thing that we looked at was whether or not students had a completed FAFSA application on file here with Auburn University. So FAFSA, for those that are not familiar, FAFSA stands for the Free Application for Federal Student Aid. Um, This is something that the Department of Education administers. This is how students get qualified for their federal student loans and grant funding. Um, They fill out the information on the FAFSA. The FAFSA takes that information about their household and the income in the household, goes through a federal calculation to determine what type of need is in the household. And then based on that need, the different types of aid, um, are awarded to the student. So those who exhibit more need qualify for different types of fund than those who don't exhibit the same amount of need. For the purposes of the CARES Act and this first disbursement in the spring of 2020, we did not look at any um, need component. So all that we needed to see was that the student qualified or had completed a FAFSA prior to that spring semester or prior to the March 13th date that the that the state of emergency was declared. Does it matter if they qualify for grant funding or if they had accepted any loans or accepted any of the federal funding that that they were qualified for through the FAFSA? So long as they had a completed FAFSA on file, that checked the next box. Um, Now, students, just because they fill out a FAFSA, if there were some additional um, requirements to go along with the FAFSA, so if, if us here at Auburn requested some additional information for verification purposes, or if, the FAFSA wasn't official because it was missing a parent signature or something like that, then unfortunately they wouldn't have been eligible for the federal financial um, or the, the CARES Act financial aid grant that was dispersed. So we had to have a an official completed FAFSA on file. So first we had to verify enrollment, then we had to verify that a FAFSA was completed and was on file. And then the third thing that we had to look at was to make sure that students were meeting all of the Title IV um, eligibility requirements that go along with federal financial aid. And um, the big one that we had to look at for this CARES Act funding was whether or not students were meeting Satisfactory Academic Progress or SAP. Um, So for students to be eligible for federal aid and for Title IV funding, there are three requirements that that show that a student is making satisfactory academic progress towards their degree and all three of these must be met in order for you to be eligible. So the first requirement on that is students must maintain at least a 2.0 GPA at Auburn cumulative and this is a 2.0 GPA that is an unadjusted 2.0 GPA. So gapped courses wouldn't have counted. The second requirement is the student must pass at least 67% of all their attempted hours over the time that they've been enrolled in school, and then the third requirement is a time frame maximum hours attempted um, requirement. So undergraduate students cannot receive aid if they've attempted more than 192 um, semester hours of academic work. So so long as you hit those three criteria, have at least a 2.0 GPA, passed at least 67% of your attempted hours and haven't taken at least 192 hours as an undergrad, you would have qualified for Title IV funding. So three so far, make sure you're enrolled, make sure we have a completed official FAFSA on file, and make sure you're making satisfactory academic progress and are, or, and are eligible for Title IV funding in general. And then the final thing that we here at Auburn Um, require. Those first three steps were something that are required for every single um, student nationwide. They weren't specific to Auburn. Those are are things that are are mandated at the the federal level um, that was included in the CARES Act itself and guidance from the Department of Education. Now, the last step here at Auburn that determined your eligibility, and this was not only determined whether or not you were eligible and you had to do this application just to become eligible, but it also determined what type of funding you were going to qualify for. Um, You're required to fill out the Auburn University CARES Act application, which um, would indicate the ways in which students were financially impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. So basically, it was a very simple form where students would have to indicate whether or not they had any financial impact on six different categories that were um, eligible categories or eligible expenses to be able to use CARES Act funding for. Those six expenses for CARES Act funding included food, housing, course materials, technology, healthcare, and childcare expenses. So if you were impacted in any way on any of those six um, options, you would have checked the box next to each one that you were impacted by. And based upon how many boxes you checked, that determined how much aid was gonna be dispersed to you. For each, um, each box that was indicated that you were impacted, it equated here at Auburn to $400 $400 worth of CARES Act funding that was going to be dispersed. So we had lots of questions as far as what was considered an impact. And there wasn't a whole lot of guidance from the Department of Ed on this. So basically, if there was any impact whatsoever. So for food, if you ordered carry out instead of being able to go and get it in store, like if you had to take, if you had to mobile order um, for housing, you had to pay rent so you were in you were impacted financially and housing course materials if you had to get something to be able to move to an online course um, so whether it's had to pay for internet um, to be able to access your course or had to get a new laptop or anything like that so it's it's there were, there were a lot of options um, so basically that's that's what we use to determine whether or not you qualified for CARES Act funding um, so just to run it down one last time it was We looked at whether or not you were enrolled in the spring for an on-campus course, whether or not we had an official completed FAFSA on file, made sure that you were eligible for Title IV funding, especially on the satisfactory academic progress side. And then you had to fill out a CARES Act application letting us um, see how you were financially impacted by um, the coronavirus and the shutdown on campus. So that's just a pretty brief walkthrough of kind of how Auburn University was able to determine eligibility and and how we dispersed the funding to students individually. Um, each school was a little bit different, but this is just how we did it. I think that it was a I think that it went pretty smoothly. We we ended up being able to disperse funding to about thirteen thousand students, I believe. Um, so so it was we were able to sh- spread it out to as many people as possible. Um, the application stayed live for I think five weeks. So it was it was something that I think I think went pretty well. Um, that's that's pretty much all that I wanted to talk about here on today's episode so without further ado i will leave you guys to it